Welcome to the Chamber Vibes Podcast with your host, Brittany Timmons, the Greater Guthrie Chamber of Commerce CEO and President. In this podcast, you will hear from local guests who will discuss topics such as leadership, small business, and our vibrant community. You'll also hear success stories and tips from amazing local businesses, dive into important news, meet community leaders, and find out how you can get involved in our community. From the second Banana Media Studios in beautiful and historic downtown Guthrie, America, here is Brittany Timmons. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chamber Vibes. Today, I've got my friend Keely with SWAC, also known as Seal with a Kiss. With a kiss on today. Yes. So, Seal with a Kiss. Check. And first of all, I got a comment. Look at, I don't know where to point right here. Yeah, there we go. Look, like Vanna. We have a, <laughs> yeah, beautiful backdrop today. And so, this. These are um, beautiful yarns located right inside your store. That's right. That's right. Yes. So let's tell everyone what is Sealed with a Kiss. Well, short answer, we're a yarn shop. (laughs) We sell yarn yarn to people who knit and crochet, but we have more than that. You know, we've kind of expanded over the years. We have so many people that just come in that love the store because of the vibe, the colors. Like, I don't do this. Again, the colors. Look at that. I wish I did. You know, like, well, we can help you out with that. But for those who, you know, maybe just don't, um, we have handbags. We have a section of, like, apparel for women. Yeah. Things like that. So you have some cool bags and stuff, too. You do. The bags are kind of your, like, become kind of your thing. You love yeah. people carrying unique Yes, bags. we have very unique bags. Plus, people who are into, you know, whether it's knitting, crochet, crafts, we're kind of a bunch of bag ladies. This is, yeah, <laughs> you can't have too many bags. Like, oh, new project. I need a new bag. And you so, bag. like, all of us have closets full of bags. That's funny. Yeah, secret. so a yarn and yarn store. So, yes. yeah, super unique, obviously, um, kind of unique to our area. And a special niche um, community. And so how in the world did you get into this? Um, I get into everything I do backwards. You know, everybody wants me to have the story like I'm the, you know, if you're familiar with the uh, book, The Shop on Blossom Street is a New York Times bestseller. It's like a romanticized version of what I do. No, it's not like that. Um, I've actually been in and around this business as long as I can remember. I've been, you know, helping out in yarn shops since the 70s. Believe it or not, I was like this big with my mom, but my mom, you know, you know, helped at yarn shops, uh, opened her own, did all sorts of needlework. I've literally been around this business since I was very, very young. So it's really all you know. I mean, not all, well, you, not all you know. I'm really I'm a saying, CPA, believe it or not. But, yeah, right, yeah, I do right. other stuff. But, but, I mean, it's, yeah, like I say, all you know, like it started I've when just, you were a child. Yeah, I've yeah. always been around this business. And so, and business, you know, being my background, I, I like business. Um, so my mom, you know, got back into knitting when I was uh, just right out of college. And she wanted to make stuff for me and went to this little store they had at the time. This was forever ago. They're no longer there. And I'm like, please don't do that. I mean, they look like old people. I'm like, she's like, what do you want? So I started designing the sweaters. And we had so many people just showing up at the house, you know, wanting yarn. And I quit my job as an accountant and opened the store. Uh, so and when was that? Uh, let's see. I, we've been doing this for over 30 years. So, uh, yeah. Just celebrated 30 years, it, right? Just celebrated 30 years. It's only a couple years in when I'm like, kiss the, you know, job goodbye and open my store. And uh, 
Wow. Eventually bought this building here. I've been there for 23, 24 years. So. Right. I was going to say, not yeah. as long as you've been in business, but almost. Almost. Yeah. yeah. I've been in the building a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen a lot of change in Guthrie and, right. and been here through highs and lows and yep. all the things. Wow. So cool. So so you guys started designing. Let's talk. We can go a little bit more into um, the background of it. Right. Because your story is really neat. So oh, okay. kind of dive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you permission, Keely. Okay. Dive in more to the details of um of that as far as the the actual start of it all the start of it all well you have to kind of go back to what was the hot fashion at the time it was the early 90s um in college i I finished up college uh, i actually worked in uh high-end fashion i worked at balliots and the style at the time were these uh the barrack sweaters i'm dating myself a lot of younger people like what are those and they're the basically the picture sweaters with all the stuff on them and i actually saved up took like almost two paychecks to buy one and it had baseball, and I bought one, and I brought it home, and my mom was like, please don't tell anybody I made that, because it was knitted so terribly. You know, they're super expensive. You know, right. even today, when you buy, like, even high-end sweaters, the materials and the workmanship that you get are really, like, poor quality compared to what we crank out, you know, our customers do. Right. Don't get me wrong. Don't call me. I'm not, we don't make sweaters Right, for like people. the difference between, like, mass production right. and somebody even sitting and doing it. Hope tour yeah. quality materials are really low end for what we would do. They just can't afford the quality that we have. And so um, that's what I wanted my mom to knit for me. And so she's like, okay, if you can come up, just she couldn't make the pictures. I'm like a rectangle artist. I started doing all the designing, and she got really deep into the knitting and to the technique behind it because that was another problem, getting into technical knitting stuff, that the knitting technique you use to make pictures like that, the information out there was awful. There was none. No one knew how to do it, right? They still, a lot of them don't. Uh, but my mom was a perfectionist, and that's kind of what we're known for in the whole knitting world is our um, contributions to Intarsia Knitting and how to make it look perfect. My mom's yeah. a perfectionist. Her knitting looked perfect. When she put you know a picture on a sweater, she wanted it to look perfect, too. And so... Right. And I still carry that on. So did you have an art background or you just started no. kind of doodling and figured this? I, like if I if I <laughs> sat down, Keely, and tried to draw a sweater, it would look like a stick figure. Like okay. it would not look good. Well, me too. So you just I have this not, natural ability. I'm not that kind of artist. So if you wanted me to draw you, say, a, a picture of a horse to put on a sweater, you'd go, okay, this isn't going to end so well. But... <laughs> Uh, it's something about with knitting your stitches. It's like if you've ever done like cross stitch or stuff. Where you have a graph. You guys are familiar with graph paper. You have squares. With yes. knitting, it's rectangular. They're not it's, stitches aren't square. And so it's basically combining rectangles with colors to make pictures. And I found I have a knack for that. Clearly. And it's not that yes. easy to do actually. You know, because you can even if you draw the picture out, you you're still limited with you know pixelate. It's like making pixelated pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a knack for that. And so, so that's like, kind of how we got it going. And then now those are, you know, the fodder of ugly Christmas sweater sweaters. But and, now they're popular and in they're a popular ugly again. way. But yeah. you know, so that's kind of how we got started. And wow. that's what, you know, our mailer, we were selling our patterns yes, all talk over about the, the mailer because okay. I know this story because we got started with mail yeah. first. You know, um, we were just working out a bedroom in the house, and um, we were sending stuff all the continents, all over the globe. Our patterns. We took out a little ad in the back of a Vogue knitting magazine. It's about this big. I even kind of tried to draw it myself. It wasn't that great because I can't draw. We've established that, <laughs> and and it just took off. And it was it really. I was a novelty at the time because I was so young. I was in my early twenties, and here I am. I'm doing this. And back then, you know, they really thought all knitters were, you know. 80 years old or 90 years or very, very old. It's an elderly like, not thing. Not true. No. Yeah. And so I got a lot of media at the time. I, I know that the um, 
think the Oklahoma did it. Was Oklahoma my local paper? Lawton. I'm from Lawton originally. And my, I think they did a story about me because they thought that was interesting. Or maybe it's Edmund. I forget. It's been so many years ago. One of the local papers did a story about me because here I am, this young person with a you know, knitwear design company. And it got picked up on the AP, and it ran in newspapers all over the country. Oh so we get gosh. mail. Uh, written to just Keeley. They wouldn't even have my last name. It's Swag with no address. And it's a great thing living in Guthrie because the mailman <laughs> knew where to find me. And so we'd get all this mail with no address. I mean, no zip code. And they would find Keeley at Swag, yeah, in Oklahoma somewhere. Yeah. So how did you guys come up with the name Swag? I love I love okay. the acronym. Well, like, you that's know, fun and easy to say. But like, is, how did you come up? And with again, I would love to kit. tell you we had this great inspiration or this really did a lot of research. The truth is, my mom. Every story I have takes a while. That's okay. My mom, before we did this, there's great. She's a perfect can, podcast guest. I don't Everyone know about that. Notes. Everybody would like I said the the book version of what okay. sounds lovely for a movie, but the reality is, my mom years ago, before we started this, she was a big crafter of all sorts, and they were making purses. Again, at the time, going to date myself. They were called Saliato. It was a type of fabric, and they were laminate fabric bags. And they, she had this fancy sewing machine. She and her friends were making Saliato purses for themselves, and then everybody in Edmond wanted one too. And their initials were. Cherry was my mom, her friend Wanda, and she had a friend named Karen. So they had a little stamp. So when we decided to start doing this pattern business, I'm like, well, Mom, there's got to be other girls like me who want these patterns. We never really thought past, you know, maybe a few people want them. And so we already had the stamp, and that's why we picked the name. <laughs> Plus, it worked because we were doing mail order. We kissed the back of the envelope. You kind of get that whole thing. So yes, like, your mail order was sealed. Sherry, with somebody starts with a W who we don't have in key, K for Keeley, but like yeah, so there's still what's her name is what Sherry, what's her name and Keeley, we could say it stands for now. I yeah. like it. Yeah, so really yeah. it wasn't some great planning. I like I said, I fall into everything but I do it works and, and now it's fun and it's, to do it. Well it, it works. Was, it was meant to be. Yeah. And I like the it was, lips, it's fun. You know, we have a lot fun. of we have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. You know? That's cool. I mean, that there's is, only so many yarn, especially when I transitioned into being a store. There's At the time, especially, there's only so many names for a yarn shop that it really becomes, you know. In fact, there was one for a while. It was called, real creative, The Yarn Shop. Oh. Uh, yeah, great name. And then at the hot name back then was The Yarn Barn. No, thank oh. you. I mean, which one? <laughs> there was like three in every state. Okay. So, so yeah. So now, so, well, I mm-hmm. think what's neat about, because I remember when we first got together, you're like, what is Sealed with the Kiss? So I think it creates that sense of, what is that? What kind of store is that? And then they want to go in or right. look it up because you're like, it, it doesn't say in your name what. Right. Because if it said the yarn barn, you wouldn't come in and find out I have really cool bags, right? <laughs> right. So it works. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the yarn barn. Yeah. I'm going to laugh about that. No, yes. There still are some. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It, it rhymes. I that's mean, not okay. much else rhymes with yarn if you think about it. True. Yeah. Very so. true. Well, I love it. So that's fun. So that's how you became SWAC. Uh-huh. So how did you end up in Guthrie? You said you got the build, building through, um, 23, Through my parents. Years. You know, I, I'm originally from Lawton, but I went to high school in Edmond and in college there, too. And um, my mom hated where we hated the house. We lived in Edmond. We bought it at the height of the oil boom, and the real estate market went kaput, and she got stuck there. And she always lived in a historic home. Okay. And so she wanted a historic home. She looked and looked for years. And my dad actually found her at the house. That they Good place to look for a historic noble. home. And I was, you know, you know, you're out of college. You're kind of bouncing around. And I was just living with my parents. My parents were cool. I didn't mind. So I moved with them. In fact, I started a job. The day they moved to Guthrie, I was working as an accountant all the way at the airport, driving that every day. Oh, no. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, good timing, huh? Yeah. So that's how I, I just wound up here with them. Like I said, I don't Because then you guys were things. doing the, the mail order mm-hmm. from home, and then that just started growing. Mm-hmm. 
So then you found, was the va- was the building vacant? I actually was in a little house on the west side for a while. I bought oh, me a house. Right. I bought a little house for myself. And I was only there for a couple years. I was there for a year, and then I met my husband um, and then wound up over there, you know. So then we, I sold the house and bought this building because I knew we needed to grow because we just – Boom, in no time. Yes, and there it is on the screen. Oh, yeah, there's my YouTube. store. There's the yes. old girl, yeah. I love my old building. I'm yes. glad I have that Oh, now. it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful, yeah. And you're located right in good spot in downtown. Yeah. Yeah. On the East Block. Yes, and on so, yeah, the East Block is coming alive. It's come alive it's in the last few years. It is alive. <laughs> I meant, like, it's coming more it alive. Has, there's I... more things that have hap- been happening with the distillery coming in. Right. Well, we used like to just that. be the block on the other side, which was was not necessarily a problem because we had the good parking. So we had the parking lot out back. And right. that's important to us because we, you know, have lots of people yes. gathering and we need yes. parking. Yes, and I have the shops and then the Wander mm-hmm. Inn and the New Art Gallery, and there's just a lot that's There's a lot that's happening. Going, yeah. happening. Yes, yeah. it's, it's exciting. Glad they decided to join me over here. Yes, yeah, so, um, so you've been in business 30 years. So congratulations yeah. on that, friend. That's huge. So it's you have... Not easy. It's I was going to say, I'm part, sure you, you have know, some stories. Horror story, part, you know, excitement, comedy, everything all rolled into one. It's not, it's not easy. Right. Yeah. No, not... You have to ride yeah. the times, you know, with the economy and then, you know, throw a pandemic in there. Well, and, I always say that know. anybody can be in business and do well in a good market. I mean, you don't have to have much skill or talent if the market's there. Now, when all the things fall apart, and it will, I mean, all markets are cyclical, whether it's your industry or whatever, and when things just go, that's when you really can see what it takes, because that's right. that's hard, and I've been there. You know, it hasn't always been happy. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, I can imagine years, in 30 years. It's right. not all it flowers and roses. No. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's tough. There are tough times, Yeah. and you have to be able to pivot and make hard decisions and, and things like that. Pivot was like the the word. We've all used pivot a lot. I've used that a lot so on the podcast. I was prepared for that. You were. Yes, pivot. I was. I didn't mean With to be. the pandemic, I know. I was ready. I, I didn't know I needed to be ready, but I'm like, hey, bring put me in. I'm, I'm good at stuff like that. Yeah, and so, obviously, located in downtown Guthrie, but your market is worldwide. So let's talk a little bit about that as far as your customer base. from all over. Um, You know, don't get me wrong. You know, we have a very strong Guthrie uh, customer base. A friend of mine who had a store here for a long time, she said, you know, during tough times that your locals will get you through. Sure. And Elaine was right. You know, that is important. You know, your local business, Mm -hmm. I never take that for granted because I know that you know, good times, bad times, locals are going to be there with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it extends beyond that. You know, on a daily basis, we bring in people from all over, you know, uh, especially, you know, our area, you know, all parts of Oklahoma City, Tulsa, you know, throughout Oklahoma, Wichita. I mean, this is what we see most of the time. And they're coming to buy yarn. And while they're here, they do they everything. Where am I going to eat? Right. Where's a good place to, yes, you know, so you're like this. a good hub for referrals and telling them right. where to go and what to and do. And so that's time. the difference. Yeah. Some people think, oh, you have tourists come to Guthrie and then they come to you it's like mm, no 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 they, they come to, and we get that too but for the most part every day it's people come to us and then they come to Guthrie right for your and we unique, do bring them in. you know what you do oh yeah. sure and, and so. you know if they're coming on a road trip you know we have them from Florida all over because that's what knitters do they're like where's a yarn shop and they'll be pulling off that highway and they'll come see me plus they know that I have a good shop they yeah see me but yeah we see people from all yeah. over and you sell yarn from I mean talk about some of the product that you have oh gosh you have like I don't know it because I don't knit but right. like I've learned this just going in your store mm-hmm. and learning you like you've got some basic 
yarns, like maybe lower end, all the way to some really high end. Right. So kind of talk about the only experience with yarn is maybe you know walking aisles down at Walmart. That is not even in the same category as what we do. That's more of a craft yarn. Right. And it's got a place in the in the world. Hobby Lobby. Exactly. But that's not what we do. Right. Um, Everything we have is going to be much more. Oh, thank you, Chris. Yeah. High end. Yes. And uh, we are a Rowan flagship store. That is an iconic brand out of England that's been around for over over 40 years and uh yeah we're happy to be a, a roman flagship store it's a big deal um not many there's not many of them um but we carry mostly natural fibers um, we're not uh, what they call a fiber snob and that we do have some set some synthetics sometimes you want to have them blended i explain all the time that just because your wool has some polyamide doesn't mean it's cheaper it just means it's stronger okay. it's going to wear better things like that but so, yeah. yes you can visit chris had it pulled up there for us um yep. Sealed with a kiss on, uh, what's our actual URL? Swacknit. Swacknit.com, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, people can shop online. Right. Yarns from all over yeah. the world, really. And you um, ship worldwide? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, all thought, you did. I we, thought you had customers literally frequent, from all over the world. That's uh, frequent visitors at the post office. How do you think I met yeah. my husband? <laughs> 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 Got hooked up. With, yeah, that's how I met him met on him. one date through the post office. Oh, there. see? Oh, see I, I, love know the post that. O- I love post office. I, I love, love postal <laughs> things. That's just me. I met my husband on a blind date. Yeah, so we have that. Okay, see, we have that comment. Yeah, yes. it does work, people. People yes, I know that are out there trying to better. figure that Sometimes out. I think other people can pick better for you than you can for yourself. True, and this is pre-online dating too. Oh so yes, I'm rocking it old school. Yeah. Yes, yeah. At the post office, dating so. advice from you know yeah. middle-aged women. I like. I don't know about you, me. I'm in that category. You're younger. I like than me. it. Well, that's all right. So yeah, so definitely check out our website mm-hmm. because there's. All kinds of amazing products and stuff on there. Um, let's talk about some of the classes that you offer for those that are like, you know what? I have never knit before in my life. Can they come in and learn? Absolutely. And that's always been my goal. You know, from the minute we built our store, you know, and, and designed it from our displays is that I had been in yarn shops my whole life. And most of the time you go in one and you think, I don't want to do this. I wanted it to say, I don't know what you people are doing here, but I want in. And that's the goal that we have. So, yes, we do teach. We teach all the time. We have beginner classes every month, so you don't have to know a thing. Just sign up, show up, we get you. And then you can join our little group of netters and crocheters. You do crochet, too. Uh, we have technique classes. We have uh, guests come in from all over. I hosted a designer uh, from England uh, back oh, in wow. February, Georgia Farrell. She's yeah, one of the Rowan designers, and I have another designer coming in. Uh, in a few weeks uh, from New Hampshire, Moran, and then the owner of a company that's uh, Turkish. She's from Turkey and from Florida, but he'll be here. Yeah. Wow. And so do any of um, the knitters, do they sell products in your store? No. No. That's okay. not a thing. Not a thing. I mean, it okay. is. I mean, there are people on Etsy and, and do stuff like that, but for the most part, especially when you're using the quality materials, it does not pay. I mean, it really right. doesn't, you know, and people don't understand that. They'll say, it's hey. It's more for the enjoyment. If you said, yeah. hey, Keely, would you make me a sweater? I'd say, okay, you know, what is something that you really like? Say you really, really like to cook. It's like, oh, you're going to cook dinner for my family for the next 45 days every night and pay for it? <laughs> you know, you say, no, I'm not going to do that. That's you know? a good point. But it is. It's a labor of love. And just what the supplies cost are can be kind of surprising, but they're not the same. You're not going to get anything like this when you, you know, if you don't make it yourself. Right. But you can get some of the items 
um, in store, right? Some of the tops and well, no, we do like have that. some ready so, yes. to wear, and those some are not, ready to wear. Yeah, I didn't know the term. The term is ready to wear. Ready we to wear. do. I was we, like, girl, I know you have. Cl- we do have clothes, clothes in there. Now, like if the it's something knitted out of yarn, no, like top I'm wearing. This is a sample, and so okay. no. Uh, but we store. do have some really cute uh, tops. So thanks, Chris is so good at this. <laughs> uh, we carry a lot of uh, you know American brands. Uh, you know, from, we have I know and Namsar, um, different brands that we carry that really. Do quite well. Ready to wear. Ready to yes. wear. I mean, you put it on. Yes. My dad would always say, because we get so many people come in and we first open with, a, I want that sweater. And he's from the construction background. He goes, What you need to do is get the yarn and get the pattern, the needles, and put a sticker on it that says, Some assembly required. Yeah. <laughs> True. Kind of, yeah. And then everything else. What? Says. Okay. Just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. what? What is the time frame to make, like, a top you're wearing or a sweater? Like, how long truly can that take? It depends on how much time you have. Um, this is when I, I have some sample knitters that do samples for me. Um, I sent these out in June, um, this one, and Donna just dropped this off Saturday, and she's a very fast knitter. So some people will work on them, especially if you're just, uh, you know, at night when you have yeah. time for a few hours. You might work on a sweater for months. Wow. It's slow fashion. It's a new thing. <laughs> it is. It is actually a, cool, a new yeah, thing. It's like slow food, slow fashion. But like you said, labor of love, and that just makes it that much more special. It is. I the, know, like, somebody made my girls, both when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. both my girls, you know, a blanket. And those blankets, in fact, my husband's great, great-grandmother, she was a, she lived to be 100, she knit a baby mm-hmm. blanket for Aubrey. And it, and she passed away before Aubrey was born. Oh. But, like, I love that because yeah. I know the time that she put into that. And you know, and it's just, it just makes it different than just going to Target and, even and what buying the something. Sol- the supplies yeah. cost. Because when you're like, well, the yarn for that sweater is, like, just to start $150. Or, you didn't get a sweater at Walmart. I'm like, oh, don't go there. <laughs> no, right. not the same thing. It's just not it's the same. It's not the same at all. It really is. So if anybody does ever make anything, regardless of the quality of materials, you need to thank them. Yes. That is a big deal, and that's why we just, it's its not. I mean, we could not find people to work for that wages. Right. I mean, pennies an hour. And so when you do things, see things in the store that are labeled as hand-knit, for one, if they just say hand-knit, they are not hand-knit like you're thinking. You know, Keely, with two needles knitting, they're done with the knitting machine. Okay. That's operated by hand. If they say hand-knit on two needles, then they are. You rarely see those, and when you do, they're usually from third-world countries, with people making very, very little money. They're not made domestically because wow. there is just no way. Right. It just does not pay. No, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah. So speaking of that with Labor mm-hmm. of Love, a project that is very near and dear to your heart here yes. in Guthrie, yes, is the hats that you give away on our Halloween on our downtown trick-or-treat event. So let's talk a little bit about like, yes. the history of that. Well, you know, we were involved with, you know, there's different hat-making things. And one of the big ones they were doing was for um, with the purple hats the health department would do for the shaken baby awareness. And it would just be one month a year. And uh, out at our health department, uh, the gal said, you know, it's really a shame that we got all these hats in and none of them are going to go to anybody in Guthrie, because face it, babies are not born in Guthrie, at least on purpose. You know, that's an emergency situation. You right. know, all of the birthing hospitals are not in our community. Right. And I thought, you know, you're right. We need to come up with something better. And then it hit me. I thought, my gosh, Halloween. We see every child in Logan County. And what a great way <laughs> so to distribute true. hats. And my customers, we have a lot of them. They love to make things for people and, and just make hats. And they like it because we have no limitations. I'm like, make a hat. I hope it fits a kid. You know, big enough to fit a kid. You know. 
and that's all we ask for. But you sometimes know? they're little. And uh, sometimes they're lives. little. And sometimes yeah. sometimes you get some really tiny ones, but it's all good. Sometimes the it kids is. buy and get them for their dolls. They're just excited or their cat. I have yet to see a cat in a hat, but you never know. Or if we, we do have one. His name's Ronnie Fields. Oh and yeah, he walks around <laughs> in a cat in a hat. hat. <laughs> but um, if they're too like sometimes at the end of the you know Halloween, if we have a bunch of little tinies left over, we do uh, send those down to Children's for the NICU, okay. so they know hat goes to waste. The kids love them, but we thought, well, we need to do just more and, and hand out hats. So we partnered with uh, Brandy at Sooner Success. Yes which if you're not familiar with that program and you're a parent, you need to be. Uh, they are a division of OU Health Science Center. They help parents with uh, children with special needs. And that does not mean your child has to have, like, a birth defect or uh, a, a diagnosed condition, you know, because all of us as parents, you know, you know, sometimes your child has a special need. It might just be a temporary problem. Sure. Um, and Brandy is there with resources to help. Um, and so many people think, well, I'm not, uh, you know, we're not – we're middle class. We don't, we, we don't qualify for anything. Well, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of resources out there for parents of all income levels to help because if you've got, you know, a problem, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You still need to know right. where to go and who to talk to. 100%. Brandy does that. You know, she's not there handing out aid, but she knows who does and where all, all mm-hmm. of the resources are. So we hand out information with that. And her referrals have gone up as a result. Even we got a call last year. It's like, whoa, 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 not us. Yeah, we're not, but we're at least able to pass that on. So that's the information we give out with each hat every year. The card attached. The card, yeah, with the hat to get them in the hands of parents just to build awareness that there is someone in our community who can help parents because, you know, parents need help. It's tough raising a kid. It is, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So do you know about how long you've been doing this project? Jeannie and I were just talking about that earlier today. Um, We want to think it's five years maybe. Okay. It's before the pandemic. Because pandemic, we went and distributed them at schools. I remember my girls getting them, and I remember it happening before I was at the chamber, and I've been here three and a half years. Yeah, so So it's been four or five years that we've been doing it. And we regularly give out about 1,200 hats. I was going to ask you. It's a lot. And everybody's (laughs) like, oh, thank you, Keely. Ask me how many I've made. I've made none. I don't have time. But I have wonderful people uh, who do it. There's a couple ladies who just dropped off like almost 200. They usually make more than that, but they didn't have as much time this year. The library, if you'd like to get involved with this program, the library Chris has got a wonderful program. Learning to there. Loom. Learning to Loom, yes. yes. And that you have to have basically very little – you can walk in and do this. Mm-hmm. They're a hat loom with pegs. Anyone can make a hat on there. And uh, she's got a great group that meets. It's a, a wonderful thing in our community, and they have made so many hats for yes. us. We just keep sending them more yarn, and they bring us hats. And so you all supply the yarn and the supplies. We or a do. Lot of the supplies we do. We it. take in yarn donations. So if you know from people all the time, so if you have – extra yarn laying around or you know grandma dies and you have a truckload of yarn bring it and that's what we do with it we get it in the hands of these hat makers and so that way they have the materials that they need and then a lot of my customers have you know stash problems anyway where they have too much yarn <laughs> problem yes yeah, called a stash yeah, yeah. and so uh, they I like will, that they like it because it's a, they call it a stash buster that way they don't feel so bad about the half skein left over and then that's they use true. it up and so charity is a big part of think of a lot of, of makers whether it's knit crochet you know we take any type of handmade hat is what we're asking for. Yeah, oh. I think that's amazing. Yeah, we so, yes, you're getting, it's almost fall. Yes, I mean, the we temperatures have, need to reflect. see all the IKEA but. bags stack full of hats in my storeroom. Yeah, we have that's massive awesome. You all, if you have not been by, go check it out and go go see these hats, or mm-hmm. and then definitely you'll see them at and Halloween. The kids love them. I know. We, I, like I said, we have several. My girls still have them. We didn't know how it would go over. I know the first year we did it, my husband's like, and you got candy too, didn't you? I'm like, no. But I said, we can't. If you've been downtown for Halloween, it's like we only have 
have two arms. We can't give out hats and, and candy because those kids are going to be mad. You're going to get your building toilet they are paper. So no. not mistreated. No, they. In fact, they I've seen them pass downtown. the candy and run to get our hats. Aww. And I'm like, all right. So, and to me, it's it's. I love what we do because it's a really a reflection on the women who make these hats yep. and people that provide this job. I'm just glad to be able to facilitate all of this, and, and I want to give our makers a little attention because that's 100%. really all about that. I love it too. It's definitely definitely something that has stood out to me. Like I said, even before oh, I knew you or was with the chamber, it's just something I know that that's what you all do. So it's fun. I hope you can continue it on for years and years. As long as, as, long as, as we have the help, as long as we have, because you're not making twelve hundred. <laughs> No, I'm running a business. Yes. I would love to sit and make 1,200 hats, but right. yeah, I've, yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's that's so awesome. Um, so talking about community and ways that you're giving back, things like that, just you as Keely and as a business <laughs> owner, what are some of the things that you love about Guthrie? Obviously, you chose to stay here, keep yes. your business here, your family's here. So what are just some of the, your personal favorite things about Guthrie? Personal favorite things about Guthrie? Gosh, there's a lot of personal. I know favorite things about Guthrie. I, I just like being in a, a smaller town. Um, you know, like I said, I'm from Lawton, which is not a small town right. at all. In fact, when I lived in Lawton, it was bigger than Norman and Edmond and all of the towns. Yeah. But um, what makes Lawton different than a lot of towns is that it's a military town. And I'm not from that part of Lawton. I mean, my multi-generation going back to the land run, well, they didn't do land run back then, but that's how long my family's been in the area. And when you peel off, you know, all of the people that have settled because of the military, there's just a real small core group of people. And I miss that when we moved to Edmond. Um, so coming back to, you know, on to Guthrie, it kind of is like the, yeah. the community yeah. where, you know, everybody knows everybody and related everybody. And that's <laughs> the part of Lawton I'm from, you know, that's a tiny yes. little everybody, you know, knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like that aspect of it. I like it that I walk in the post office. Everybody knows who I am. Yes. Yeah, and gives my employees a hard time. It's a good feeling. I can relate because I'm I'm like you. I was not from here. I'm not born and raised here. My family chose Guthrie, um, but for the same reasons. Like Sepulpa mm-hmm. is twice the size of Guthrie, but. Growing up there, my parents were involved. I mm-hmm. went to a church that has been around for 100 years. Um, you know, we were really involved in the community. My mom actually volunteered with the chamber. And so it felt small. And yeah. I knew people, and people knew. And I wanted that again. And so my husband and I talked about it, and we were like, okay, Guthrie. He's from Edmond. So this the small town thing was kind of new for him. But, you know, right. it, for the same reasons, I can relate. Like, I love being able to walk around and know. And I, my kids, like, you know, when my kids get out of school, like, my daughter's at the junior high now. And she wants to start walking downtown. And I'm like, you know, in other towns, I would be like, absolutely not, you know? No, you can do that. And our town just lights up, like, there on the screen. It's Christmas time. My son, you know, you can go and just hang out downtown and don't worry about him. I know when some of his friends would come up, because they're not familiar with Guthrie. He goes to school in the city, and he's like, they're like, the kids can just walk around downtown. I'm like, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'm not worried. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. You know, they're perfectly fine. It really is good. It's just a nice place to live. It's a nice place to raise family. I like it because um, what's what's nice about Guthrie is people respect you, know you, um, not because of maybe what kind of car you drive or how much you know wealth you have to throw around. It's because of who you are, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's more of an it's just more. Uh, I don't know how you word it, but it's just better because yeah. I, I, it's not superficial. I don't like superficial. Right. I like real. I like real right. people. And in Guthrie, we have, you know, all sorts of people, too. I like that, too. From it takes all, different all kinds. Walks. It does. I crave diversity so. in life. Uh, personally, you know, I just can't stand the same thing over and over. And I love that because we have we do. a little bit of everything here. And that is just perfect by Yeah, me. it makes us special. I get so. bored other ways. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, I love that. I love that. I truly think that you 
offer something so special to our community. Oh, like thank I you. said, you're, you truly are a tourist destination um, we try for a lot be. of people. Yeah. And then you get to share Guthrie with them when they're, when they're in the shop. We have so. to be, you know, yeah. I know uh, years ago I had an owner of one of the companies back East come to visit and he's like, how does this work here? Not just in Guthrie, but just in Oklahoma. Cause we do not have the population that they have back East to support a store like mine. So I have to be, right. you know, I have to be a destination. I have to, you know, I have to hustle because it's just not something that was just here. I, right. I basically, and you have to keep it fresh. This to happen, yeah. you know, like you have to keep it mm-hmm. fresh too. Like, new products and keep things going and then like I said your online business you had to learn how to do all of that which is a whole nother bear in itself right commerce I do all that myself I do I mean we're basically you see it I do it yeah Yeah. how many staff do you have there I run it with a pretty small staff I have a genie who works for me full-time there's Lori and Jennifer who are coming a couple days a week um and then I just hired a new teenager we haven't had a teenager in a while so I'm excited about that she started yesterday so cool it's nice to have it you know I yeah I like that we haven't had a kid in a while, and it is time to have one back. I, yeah. I feel like it's as important. Uh, it, it's a good place because we're not just giving them a place to work, but we also, um, I feel like we teach a lot. We're there to teach. And so yes. of just about working and life and, yeah, and whatnot. because our younger generation, they're going to be... They're going to be us someday, and then, you that's know, right. that's the way it works. So. Stick with me. You'll learn something, because yeah. I'm always like, girl, don't do that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been so much fun okay. chatting with you. Um, is there anything else you want to add that we didn't cover as far as what's going on at the I store? I think you've kind you of got it covered. Okay. You know me, I could write a book, you know. I know. Well, that's why I was going to say. We if have you have soap opera down there. Go in and <laughs> chat with Keely. Come to her chamber coffee. She mm-hmm. has one every year. Um, come in, say hello, learn more about the store. Um, even if it's not your thing or your hobby, go in and check out. I'm always amazed when I go in there. And like I said, I don't knit, but I have a major respect and appreciation for it. We need to change that. You know, we have, we do. I know. Well, I was just thinking, what age do you start? Twelve. Okay, because twelve and a half. Yeah, my daughter. So under twelve, it's usually more of a one by one thing. But and she's loomed before. So I need to. I need to get. It's good for you. It really is. It's good for your mind. It's good for you know. There's all sorts of health and mental health benefits. And slow fashion really is a thing. I'm I'm not kidding. With the kids, they're realizing how much of a uh, polluter clothing is and the yes. way that we buy clothes where we go with our coupon coupon and buy all these cheap clothes all the time so true is so bad for the planet the kids realize that and so that's why you'll see big uptick and uh use clothing mm-hmm. i know i've one the antique store somebody that's yes. what they're selling to use well, my girls lately i found a bunch of clothes of mine like 20 year old high school stuff that they're like this is cool mom i'm mm-hmm. like it is mm-hmm. and they've been wearing it to school and i'm like okay yeah. so, they're so yeah in, i think they're, they're into have... the repurposed yes. and they're also into the making so yeah, yeah crochet's hot right now with the kids maybe i can get hadley and myself in and we can yes. learn a new thing so yes well be sure to follow keely on she's on tiktok now too i'm everywhere still man. with a kiss yeah. yes and definitely social media she goes live how often do you go live tuesdays at noon tuesdays at noon i thought at least you never know what's gonna happen i know so definitely check out her live. She does great. There is her address, 1090 Oklahoma, and 282-8649. And then howdy at swacknit.com. Those are some great ways to get a hold of her. So reach out if you have any questions. Of course, we've got our info, too, at the Chamber. You can stop by there as well. But highly recommend you pop in and uh, say okay. hello to Keely and learn more about swack so thank you so much for being my guest today anytime appreciate it yes and we'll be excited for halloween coming up soon and can't wait all the pretty hats so all right everyone that's it for today we'll see you next time on chamber vibes 
Thanks for listening to the Chamber Vibes podcast from Second Banana Media Studios in beautiful downtown Guthrie, America. Be sure and check out a new episode every other Monday. And until then, remember to choose Guthrie.